Well, we are live now. Hey, hello. Don't tell her we're going live when we are already live. We are the liveliest bunch in the in the, the room here, I guess. Hi, it's the Media Boat Podcast, in case you don't know what we're droning on about. Oh, you know it is. Hey, it's the Media Boat Podcast. Today is December 11th, uh, Wednesday, December the 11th, 2019, as we inch closer and closer to 2020. No, don't do that to me. Yeah, it's happening. Don't, no, 2020 stay. 2020 is happening. 2020, no. It's happening very soon. A mere 20-something days. Not only that. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is the Media Boat Podcast. If you do not know what that is... We are a podcast that's dedicated to giving you the news and thoughts about movies, television, music, and video games in that order. In that order? In that order. It's the second week in a row you've done that. <laughs> totally by accident, both times. <laughs> uh, my name is Matt. His name is Mike. I'm Mike. He's Matt. We have some thoughts for you guys. I actually yeah. went back to the movies. We have some thoughts. We have some news. Let's roll right into it because we have a lot to cover and let's talk about Movies first, and we always start the movies section with the weekend box office numbers. All right, so I assume Frozen's number one again. You are correct. So okay. we were on the money last week when mm-hmm. you said 40, 35k, yep. 35 mil, sorry. 35 uh, yeah, 35 million on the dot uh, for number one spot this week. It's like I've been doing this for some time. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, that brings Frozen 2 to a domestic total of $338 million. Okay. Uh, that for literally not being out of its first month. Uh, well, wait, no, it was. Well, I guess, technically, no. Technically, yeah. four weeks have not passed. So. Yeah, so still kind of in the same release window that it's still been. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, beating out our uh, newcomer, well, not really our newcomer. It came out two weeks ago. But uh, Ryan Johnson's Knives Out in its second week, $14 million adding to a $63 million total. Hey, that's actually pretty respectable. Pretty good. Number three, Ford versus Ferrari hangs in there. Another $6 million adding to its 91 total. That's going to crawl to 100. Uh, <laughs> somehow. It will somehow limp over the 100. I think uh, as we get to Oscar season, it'll get some more. Maybe. Maybe. If it gets nominated for anything. If it gets we'll nominated, see. yeah. Maybe like... Uh, no, not even. We'll see. We'll see. Know. We'll see. Uh, number four, Queen and Slim, six million dollars. That's at twenty-seven million dollar uh, d- domestic right now. And rounding out your top five, uh, Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with another five million dollars. That's at forty-three. If all of that sounded familiar, it's because nothing changed between the two weeks. That was the same as last week, just different numbers. Uh, in case you're wondering what our one new release did, yes, uh, the uh, highly anticipated media boat favorite, Playmobil the movie. Yes, uh, by STX Animation or something. <laughs> uh, that was way down at number 14 as it made only $656,000. Wait, what was that? $656,000. Thousand? Not even a million. Not even Could a not million. Not even make a million dollars <laughs> in a wide release release. Uh. That's that's your audience for Playmobil the movie. Turns Apparently, out. Playmobil is uh, you know <laughs> dead. I guess. I mean, they aren't living. They were never living. No, that's the thing. They're I did well. Like we said, who was this for? Also, Kids, it was supposed maybe. to be a summer release. <laughs> well, <laughs> we saw the trailer. Maybe you'll be more interested in the new releases this weekend. Okay, what am I watching this weekend? Well, you might be watching Richard Jewell. 
Um, this is Clint Eastwood. Yes. Directed film about the 1996 Atlanta bombing. Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't a bombing. It was a uh, stopping else. of a bomb. How do we call it? Someone who stops a bombing. A bomb stopper. A bomb stopper. Know. Everlasting bomb stoppers. Yes. I don't know, honestly. I don't know what it's called. A hero, maybe. A hero. Or did, did he plant it to become... Said hero. A member of the bomb squad. Uh, no. A bomb squad. A bomb squad? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Also out this weekend. Yeah, uh, that's directed by Clint Eastwood. Supposedly one of his better films, because he's not actually starring in it this time. We will see about that, sir. Also coming out this week, Black Christmas. Not the first movie to be titled that, I'm sure. Um, so not White Christmas, no, but Black Christmas. Yes, because See what they did there. Yes, because uh, this Friday is also Friday the Thirteenth. Um, this is your horror release for Black Christmas. Yeah, for for maybe it's Black Friday, which would have been a good movie name. I don't know, but Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Also out this weekend, Jumanji: colon, The Next Level. That will probably be your number one film of the week? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, this, of course, the sequel to uh, Jumanji. Last year's Jumanji? Uh, two two years ago, Jumanji? Whenever Jumanji with The Rock and. Uh, was that last year's Jumanji? Kevin Did Hart. they pump this out that quick? I think so. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is the sequel to that movie. So uh, with a slightly different cast, except the main cast is still the same cast. It's yes. confusing. Yes, the same. They play the same characters in the video game. Yes. But the people who play them are different. Uh, just two of them are yeah. different or something. So, yeah. I, I understand that Danny DeVito is in this. Yes, and Danny Glover. Too many Dannys, if you ask me. All the Dannys. No, no. Too many. Too many Dannys. What uh, doesn't have a Danny in it, though, is Bombshells. Uh, yes. Do you know what this film is? I've seen a trailer for it. Okay. That's all. I, that's all I can say is I okay. remember. Uh, so remember we were talking about how that Roger Ailes story was becoming that's a movie. That's what this is. Yes. That's what this is. They decided to title it Bombshell. Okay. Because it is a bombshell of a drop, but also they're blonde. Yeah. They're all blonde. They're all blonde. Bombshells. Bombshell. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, not the name I would have gone for in naming that thing. I kind of dig it. I kind of get what they're going for. Well, I get yeah, I get what they're going for, but that's not the name of a film that's going to win you Oscars. No, God, no. No. Uh, next up, though, also not a name that will win you Oscars, but it might be nominated for some. Uh, get ready for Serious Adam Sandler, because it's time for Uncut Gems. Is that finally getting released? That is finally getting released. Okay, serious Adam Sandler time. Yeah, serious Adam Sandler time in Uncut Gems. Uh, last time he was this serious, well, he was yes. drunk on Punch Love. Yeah. Or, Punch. Wait, no, Funny People, I think. Was funny People. Then. Oh, yeah, Funny People was funny since people. then. Which so, was unfunny. Yeah, ironically. Isn't it? Yes. Funny. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that's the next weekend. The big movies are the week after that, so if you're wondering what those big titles are doing, they're waiting patiently <laughs> the, in the dark. Yes, uh, if you're waiting for that Christmas release, that will be yeah. next week. Next week, so stay or tuned. Or the week after. But those are new week. releases. You saw a movie. Yeah, but because it's a movie that came out in November, we'll talk about it at the very end. <laughs> okay, arbitrary rules it is. Arbitrary rules Moving are on. arbitrary. <laughs> 
Speaking of new releases, then, this actually would have been a segue I could have used if I had known we were saving the thoughts for later. Yeah. The big films of 2020 have dropped trailers this week. Uh, yes. Uh, beep, beep, back it up. Movie trailer coming through. All right. First up, so was a trailer for Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, yeah, so as I noted last week at the very end of movie section, James Bond dropped his trailer yes. that day. So everyone else decided to drop their big trailer this week. Yeah. Uh, including Warner Brothers, Wonder Woman, yeah. 2020 Wonder Woman... 1984. Yeah, the name of the movie is Wonder Woman colon 1984. Taking place, or premiering in 2020. But it takes place in 1984. Yes, which means before Justice League, which means Wonder Woman will indeed survive this thing. So, spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, (laughs) What'd you think about this trailer? I I watched it on mute. I I also watched it on mute. (laughs) Not on purpose, not like to say any statement or anything. It was just because I have... Uh, I watched it on Twitter, and I didn't want to click the unmute. Oh, that's all I did, yeah, too. <laughs> I mean, that's what people do these days. That's how I watch most of my trailers, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. It seems seems like Wonder Woman movie. It's movie. colorful. Cool moves. It's colorful. Yeah. She has golden eagle armor. I am curious enough to see how they're going yeah. to include uh, oh, certainly. the cheetah, Cheetara? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Cheetiri? Cheetiri? Chichita. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman, so I will see this and see if it holds up to the original. Yeah, this is something that I will probably see as well. It's Wonder Woman. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we already talked about No Time to Die's trailer last week. Yep, it exists. James Bond looking like James Bond doing James Bond things. But next up, though, this made me mad. This one made you mad? And you know which one it is. Which one is this? Ghostbusters colon Afterlife. Ah, yeah. So, after everyone shit on Ghostbusters 2016? For no reason. 2017. Because it's a fine movie. It's a fine film. It tries to do something different. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought the cast was great. I thought maybe the special effects budget was a little overblown, and I don't blame Sony for being angry that they lost so much money on it. It was definitely a super special effects heavy film when it didn't need to be. But this trailer, after watching this trailer, I was like, they learned nothing. <laughs> at all, didn't nope. they? No, they did not. So, what did you think about this thing? I watched this with sound on. Uh, they wanted to get the band back together. Yes. They wanted to try and correct all of the... Correct with quotes. Correct all the quotes. Okay, I can put quotes right here. Because yeah. correct all the bad will they lost. Yeah. Because... I mean, I'm with you. Ghostbusters was fine. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I definitely didn't hate I it. I enjoyed like my time with it. It was a good, fun time at the movies. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I just, yeah, I thought the whole last 20 minutes of that thing were completely wasted time. Yes. <laughs> but this thing, yeah, you're right. Their approach here is let's give the fans the thing that they wanted, which is a direct sequel to the original movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that references those characters as if they had done all the things they did. Yep. Uh, that brings it to modern day and inexplicably is written and directed by the son of the original director. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about Jason Wright? Who cares about Jason Reitman? Um, it's 2019. Who cares? No one on purpose cares. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why? Are, why? Why? Why did they let him do this? Um, I because money and name because, recognition because brand recognition. 
The other thing here is, and what I meant mostly by they have learned nothing, is it's got the basically the same special effects going on mm-hmm. that were in that movie. Oh, yeah. And they're not used a whole lot in this trailer, but when they are, I was like, this is the same thing. Like, why? The, why did you spend this much money again? I don't think they spent that money. I think Sony's <laughs> being cheap and just reusing assets. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Actually. I wouldn't be surprised I didn't think about either. that. That's a good point. <laughs> um... But then the, the, my biggest problem, though, with this existing slash this trailer, it's not funny. It's not a comedy. I don't think it's supposed to be a comedy. And what is wrong with them? Ghostbusters is not only a comedy, but it's one of the best comedies of all time. Well, you think Ghostbusters is I a I think comedy? Ghostbusters is a top ten comedy of all time. Okay, yeah. sure, you think that. <laughs> a lot of people probably think that. Okay, sure, they think me. that. But, but first of all, it is a comedy. If I was going to pick a genre for that thing, that is a comedy. It okay. has science fiction aspects, but it is comedy first. Okay, I would have gone sci-fi. Oh, no, no, reversed no, no, it. no, no, not the first Ghostbusters. Maybe Ghostbusters 2, but the first Ghostbusters is comedy first. And that's what I liked about the 2016 one, is that it is also a comedy first. Well, yeah. They went hard on that end of it because they knew that the legacy was that it's a funny movie. Also, that cast was built around yeah. comedians. This is the opposite of that. It's got the kid from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and it's super serious and dour and boring through the whole trailer. And I'm like, I don't want to see this movie. Who is this movie for? It's all for those hardcore Ghostbusters fans who raise their voice. if you love voice. Ghostbusters, don't you want it to be a comedy? No, they want it to be their, theirs. They want it to be theirs. Why? Because they're gatekeeping assholes? Like, I just... I have such a disconnect from the audience for this thing that I do not know why it exists. It's because the internet voices are louder than our commentary here on (sighs) our podcast. It just makes me so mad. That's all I'm saying. It just makes me angry. Anyway, what did you think? Oh. Uh... Like I, said, I, like I said, I watched it on mute. <laughs> oh, okay. I watched it with sound. No, I watched it on mute. Uh, but yeah, special effects is heavy for no reason. No, it's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's not the only trailers that dropped, though. No, no it's not. <laughs> Marvel people were happy to see the first uh, glimpses of Black Widow. dun 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 that's the movie about Black Widow. Yes, also taking place in the... <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, not the 80s. Scrap. Crap, uh, scrap that. No, this takes place after Iron Man 2. Okay. And before Civil War. Okay. So, I'm not sure where in the timeline of Age of Ultron falls with this thing. Yeah, I don't If it's know. after that or before that. No idea. But, uh, but yeah, this thing exists. I don't know. I have a hard time feeling any desire to watch this, considering... We know the fate. The <laughs> character, what that character went through. Yeah. Like, I know they're going to try to redeem her arc by doing this, but I'm like, eh, at this point, what could they possibly do? It's definitely interesting to see why this thing exists, besides 
So Carl Johansson probably signed something like, okay, you can kill me off she if I... She signed a pay, uh, contract you, years ago that said she was going to get a solo movie. Yeah. And they're finally kept happening. making it happen. Apparently, they, Disney had to wait until Wonder Woman proved that this could happen. And then they had to make a demo in the form of Captain Marvel no. to see if this process could work. And now they're finally doing it. Well, they had to... First off, they had to kick out uh, one of... Uh, <laughs> Was it Marvel's executives, oh, I think? Oh, right, yeah. Who was like, nah, can't do this. Yeah, who verbally said no one in the right mind will go watch a movie starring an African-American cast. <laughs> and then Black Panther. Black Panther and then out. after he got kicked yeah. out, they made Black Panther to prove him wrong. Yeah, I was like, hell, look at, look at what we did. And yep. it made more money than any of these. And was <laughs> is the only one nominated for, for Best, best picture. picture. Yeah, no, like seriously. Anyway, um... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm hoping that the people who are excited for this are satisfied with it. Most I can say about it. It definitely looks like a Marvel movie. Marvel, Marvel movie. They have a formula. Yes, they do. Uh, if that doesn't sound good to you, though, maybe Ryan Reynolds is a video game character that's not Pikachu. So we will <laughs> we. So we covered this yes. before when it got announced that Ryan well, Reynolds is doing name, this thing. Man, it's terrible. It's called Free Guy. Free Guy, as in, oh, I have a free guy in a video game, which is said by people who are like 70 years old because nobody cares about lives in video games anymore. Right. <laughs> lives in video games got done away with in the seventh generation. <laughs> and yes, I, I'm calling that the seventh so generation. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> um, but no, like I think it's a bad name, but I mean, it's a premise we've kind of seen before. Yes, um, Guy discovers, literally his name is Guy. Yeah. He's an NPC, uh-huh. a non-playable character in a, game. in a video game, who puts on the protagonist's glasses and realizes, oh, wait, I'm in a video game. See, when I first heard this premise, I thought they'd go more of the Truman Show vibe. Yeah. And slowly you realize, but no, they're just going to go full-fledged, oh, he's going to realize within the first 30 minutes that he's in a video game. Let me take a moment that this premise is so overdone, I've even done it before. Back when I was writing fan fiction, Pokemon fan fiction, yes. back in my teens, yes. I literally wrote a story about somebody just figuring out that they were in a Pokemon game. They were in a Pokemon game? One of, the be- one of the scenes, one of my favorite scenes that I wrote was them figuring out that they couldn't get past like the very small, low-to-the-ground curve on the ground. <laughs> like, why can't, why can't, I can't step, I can't jump, I can't, why can't step up. I can go down, but I can't go up. What is what this? What is this? You're gonna make me walk all the way around. What? <laughs> so yeah. Or just a Snorlax in the road? Well, <laughs> guess I'm stuck. You get to the Snorlax. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, this is lame. I don't know why yes. they're making this movie. But anyway, unless a 16 year old is writing this, then cool, I'm game. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> this is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds producing and I think also writing okay. with his Deadpool uh, producing team. Oh, uh, of course, because who else would you work with at this point? Right. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, that's it for the the uh, trailers that we got dropped this week. Uh, yeah, those are the big movies coming out in the first half of 2020. Maybe one of those will be uh, something that will pique somebody's interest. Mm, let's move on and not talk about that anymore okay let's, let's talk on. instead about the theater chain amc okay so holidays are coming around yeah. and people like myself and my family 
typically go to the movies around the holiday season. Yeah, but when you go to the movies, here's something to consider. Those theater employees are probably super pissed off, and here's why. Because they're working on holidays? Yeah, and guess what? For AMC's workers, there's no extra pay for working Christmas Day or any other holiday. In fact, their hourly rates do not increase even when they work more than 8 hours a day or exceed 40 hours a week. The reason? Movie house workers, along with a lot of labor workers out there, including mm-hmm. restaurants, uh, retail workers, any food service, yep. and like all sorts of workers. It's not just movie theaters, I want to make that clear. Uh, are exempt from federal labor laws that mandate overtime pay for nearly all other hourly workers besides them. Today, the legal loophole that allows AMC to avoid overtime pay is obviously an outdated relic and based theater employees on being entertainment industry professionals. Because way back in the 1930s, that's what they were listed at as on in the Fair Labor Standards Act. Of course, back in the 1930s, in order to run a theater house, you had to also run the actual projection and the actual right. kitchen and everything. You know, you yeah. had to be a specialty. But now, now you don't. It you now you can work press a, a cashier and hand to somebody a bag of Twizzlers, yes. which I'm not belittling. That is hard work and it's mm-hmm. a pain being on your feet all day. But it's different than it used to be. Yes, especially way back in the 1930s compared to what it is now, yeah. where everything is pretty much automated. That being said, there is a petition that is currently being signed to change the overtime laws with more than 6,000 employees calling for the company to implement new rules. AMC, by the way, employs close to 40,000 full and part-time associate uh, uh, employees around the world more with more than 1,000 movie theaters worldwide. So, right, so this is just over 10% yeah. that have currently signed this petition. But hey, if you get the word out, if, if you keep passing this around... Maybe yeah. more and more people will say I'm this sure thing. they Maybe will. AMC will take notice. Also, labor unions exist for yeah. a reason. I mean, if anything that we know about uh, the, the current uh, era of the United States, there's a lot of things that were uh, enacted in 1930s doesn't mean uh, we should have it now. Like uh, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not wrong, let me tell you. All right. Anyway. Yes. Now, excuse me while I go turn on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, you do that. <laughs> Moving on. It's time to finally talk about your thoughts. You saw. All right. Everyone, get to the kitchen. Knives out. Get to the kitchen. I got my knives out. Get your knife out. Okay. Yeah. Take your knives out. All right. Tell me about Knives Out. So, this is a film that has been on my radar since I knew it existed. Well, yeah. Something that we've been following here at the Meadville Podcast. It's true. In terms of its casting and its story. All true. Um, this is Ryan Johnson. Yes, the guy that directed Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Yeah, that guy. But also directed a lot of other good stuff prior to that. Looper. Yes, good example the right there. Man Who Brought You Looper. Man Who Brought You Looper is back with a, a story that he wrote and directed called Knives Out. This is his take on the murder mystery genre. Yeah. Which, oddly enough, or maybe on purposefully, centers around a wealth, uh, well-off and well-famous mystery writer who dies suddenly mm. after his 85th birthday. It's a mystery. It, it definitely is. Although it does take the mystery and flip it on its head as it gives you everything as you go. So mm-hmm. you see people's motives play out. 
Is this anything like the movie Clue? Funny enough, people keep comparing <laughs> it to Clue. But it does... Awesome, I'm sold. I'm clue through. better. <laughs> okay. It does Clue better. Okay. Um, although I was able to figure out who done it by the end. Okay. I did not figure out how they did it or necessarily why they did it until everything was revealed. Cool. Which I did enjoy. Yeah. Um, that being said, because I knew going in that it's a murder mystery, you I was looking constantly for looking it. for clues. Yeah. And not which, everybody's going to do that. No, not everyone's going to do that. But this thing is hilarious. Um, there's a lot of good, funny moments in it. Uh Especially since, like, all these actors play other roles, uh-huh. where you have James Bond questioning uh-huh. Captain America, while <laughs> General Zod is in the background <laughs> sitting uh-huh. next to uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Everybody. So it's it's a great thing that, that currently exists, and it's hilarious. It's fun. It definitely takes on that... Um, uh, Agatha Christie vibe, uh, mm-hmm. the Hercules Poirot character, and definitely satirizes him to a pulp, but in a good way. Okay. Um, and I feel like there's probably a whole lot you can't say because oh, yes. so much of it is the experience of Yes, there's so lo- a lot of it is the experience, but I yeah. will say that Daniel Craig knocked it out of the park with this yeah. thing. Especially from his introduction. Okay. It's like, oh, okay, clearly this is someone to look out for. And then it's like, oh, maybe, uh, like, the whole, like, the main theme about this film is from, like, what you say and what you do are two completely different things. And how people perceive you versus how you actually are two different things. And... How people can flip, especially when money's involved or mm. things aren't known. And it's really fun and really well done. And I really enjoyed my time watching this. Very few times when I'm watching a film do I realize, wow, I am really enjoying this film and mm. this is my favorite film. I had that feeling watching wow, this film. Wow, okay. Good so, look out for it in the end of the year All right. List. Great. That sounds awesome. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing it. Yes, uh, because it is a murder mystery, I can't get too heavy into the details about everything that I like about it because a lot of it is in the writing and how these characters are set up and portrayed. Yeah, I bet. Um, It does have that family dynamic that I love, and everything is just written so well in terms of motivations and little Easter eggs that are dropped in the beginning of the film that get played out at the end of the film. And just the stuff that they keep hinting at. And all of a sudden you see like all the twists that each character does. It's like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, but you said that and it's this. Ah, oh, you, yeah. So it's definitely a really, really fun film. And I enjoyed it. So yeah, go see it if you haven't seen it. Uh, I, yeah, it's hard to talk okay. in depth about, especially if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Because there's a lot I, I like. There's a lot of good stuff that I like about it. But talking about it is lends to spoiler territory. Yeah. Which did you see it over there? Uh, I loved it. Yes. It was so good. <laughs> okay, I'll see it. Jeez, <laughs> twist my arm, everybody. Okay. So 
Cool. Anything else to say about it before we move on? Uh, mini boat scale, patented mini boat scale. You're obviously going to say see it. Well, yes. I, I've, I haven't <laughs> said see it already. Yes, my so, yeah. scale is to go see it. All right, cool. Let's move on. Okay. Because we got other stuff to talk about. All right, let's talk, move on. Steel. Uh, television. We get to move on to television, and we always start television with... The Sports Corner! Uh, all right. We have a big one this week. Yes. Uh, so last week was College Championship yes. Saturday. Yes. Which means yes. we have to crown the best player in the NCAA. And that is called what? Um, the crowning of this 21-year-old. <laughs> no, but, but what's the trophy? What's the trophy? Oh, the, the he's man. Because Heisman he is trophy. the oh no yes he the Heisman the man trophy he yes. is the man trophy Heisman and this Saturday was presented to Joe Burrow the quarterback from LSU or or oh there's three people yes Justin Fields the or, Ohio State court quarterback or J.K. Dobbins the Ohio State running back or that's all you have oh. Um, Jalen Hurts, the Oklahoma quarterback. Why are these all ors? Why is it says presented in past tense, but there are multiple people? Oh, will be presented. Oh, you... (laughs) This Saturday presented. Oh. It confused me. Yes, this Saturday. This upcoming Saturday. My bad, then. They will be presenting... It's going to happen. This has not happened. No. But you would have been correct, or you probably will be correct, (laughs) that Joe Burrows is... Literally the favorite, the odds-on favorite. Vegas has him at 2,000-plus odds Jeez. to win. Okay. Meaning, if you put $2,000 down on him to win, yeah. you will only win $100. <laughs> <laughs> they are that confident. Right. I'm happy to do that. That sounds like a stupid bet. <laughs> it is. But that is how confident Vegas is that Joe Burrows will win um, the Heisman. Uh, but, uh, in case you're wondering about what these bowl games are sized up to be. Ah, uh, yes. So, I got some bowls for you. All right. So, give me a big, uh, soup or a bowl. All right. First, first bowl. Chick-fil-A peach bowl. <laughs> which, a, a classic. I don't think you can buy peaches at Chick-fil-A, but still. No, but it is in Atlanta where yeah. Chick-fil-A headquarters is. And that would be number one ranked LSU against number four ranked Oklahoma. Yes, this is uh, the Peach Bowl is a part of this year's playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. College playoffs. Okay. Uh, next up, next bowl. You ready? Yes. Uh, clear that bowl. Okay. Get a new bowl. All right, new bowl out. Feel like a Fiesta PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. No, I want my Tostitos Fiesta Sorry, Bowl. PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Uh, we went over this last week. I know. You corrected me. We, we go over this every single yeah. time. Number two, the Ohio State, and number three, Clemson. Um, yeah, the Ohio State yes. should win. Well, we'll see. But we'll see. Next up, they, they have to stop Joey Lawrence. And Joey Lawrence. Yes. I'm oh, sorry, Trevor Lawrence. That's very different. Yes, they're two He's different He's not going to go uh, throw the ball and go, whoa, every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Joey Lawrence. Everybody. That's your Joey Lawrence impression? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is cool. uh, <laughs> next up, uh, clear that bowl of food because I've got a full, fill it full of cotton. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Taking place in Arlington, Texas. And that would be Penn State versus Memphis. Yeah, yep. Next up. Fill it with oranges. Capital One Orange Bowl. Okay. Florida versus Virginia. Next up, of course, everybody's favorite New Year's Spectacular, the Rose Bowl. 
presented by Northwestern Mutual, <laughs> they had to ruin the name Rose Bowl. Yes, they did. Uh, that would be Oregon and Wisconsin. Then you have the All-State Sugar Bowl. Yeah, they Get did. Get all hyped up with Georgia versus Baylor. And then that is all. Those are the bowls. Oh, no. There's more bowls. There's more bowls, but those are the bowls. Oh, again. Okay, yes. But I'm going to read you off the hilarious bowls. bowls. All right. Because there are always hilarious bowls. Give me more bowls. All right. <laughs> I love bowls. I know you do. I know. All the bowls. The Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. <laughs> I feel like those two should be swapped. <laughs> The Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. I wonder where that is. Uh, it's in Florida. <laughs> yes, I know. The Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. Okay, all right. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Wait, Bad Boy Mowers? Yes. Is gas that a company that sells mowing? mowers? I guess so. Are they gas powered? <laughs> They're somehow doing <laughs> okay. it. Uh, the SoFi Hawaii Bowl. Okay, that was kind of boring in comparison there. Yes. The Military Bowl, presented by Northrop Grumman. Ugh, gross. Okay. The New Era Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> because it gets played in Yankee Stadium. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Thank you, New Era. Um, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Hell yeah. Sign me up. Uh, and my favorite one of all of these. All right, ready. Cheese it bowl. <laughs> mm, I could use a cheese it bowl. This big bowl full of cheese its. Cheese it bowl played at Chase Field in Phoenix. <laughs> oh, I don't want cheese it bowls that's been sitting out in Phoenix for a long time. Get too hot. Get gross. But yeah, no, that it's like, like dry heat. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> It's a dry heat. It's, it's, how, it's how you bake it. <laughs> yeah, they bake all the cheese that's in the bowl. Okay, we need to stop talking about the bowl. Uh, okay, last one, though. <laughs> okay. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. All right, yes. All right, yeah, we're going to end on that one. Love it. Okay, we got to stop talking about bowls because right. there's professional football to talk about. Oh, yes, actual football. Sure. The Carolina Panthers have fired their head coach, Ron Rivera. Yeah, this was actually happened last week. I just forgot to note it. Well, there's your note. Uh, yes. Also fired um, previously in the year, Jay Gruden of the Tampa Bay yeah. Buccaneers, which we noted during the season. So, those are already two head coaching jobs available so, come Black Monday. So, go get them. No. Like, you listeners, go get them. Yes. See head coach. Literally, anyone could be a head coach. You just give the ball to your running back. And you do, like, weird, like... You you do this. You hold a thing in front of your face whenever they show you on the TV. Yes, uh, but make sure you know how to yell at a ref. Yes, that's key. That's how you get the calls in your favor. That's key, yes. Especially when you're playing in New England. And don't, don't even think about playoffs yet. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't talk about playoffs. Because as soon as you talk about playoffs, some people will yell at you. Yes. You, you gotta win the game first before you talk about playoffs. Playoffs? Okay, anyway. And if you need a tutorial, there's a great <laughs> video game in 2008 yes. called Madden Head Coach. It gives you everything you need to know about yes. being a head coach. <laughs> Pick it up. Pick it up at your game spot. Game stop before it closes next month, probably. 
Anyway, uh, let's move on. In case you're wondering about worldwide sports, there's a world, there's a wide world of sports. Wide world of sports, even maybe <laughs> the agony of defeat. Um, uh, uh, Russia, the entire country of Russia, has been banned from participating in any global competition for four years, including the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, uh, but not the FIFA World Cup. Yes, because FIFA is corrupt, as we know. But we already knew that. They love corruption, which is why Russia is okay. But yeah, so no Russians in the Olympics. Yes, but if you did notice in the last Winter Olympics, there were no Russians either. They had to go under the independent nations. Like, individual athletes could uh, compete, but they had to compete in kind of the, like, weird, like, refuge-like... Right, the team, the whoever, the, the independent athletes right. of the USA or something, yeah, who did or uh, of the world, world. yeah, not out of America, who aren't for, like aren't uh, like playing under any flag, right? But in order to qualify for that, they do still have to pass all these drug tests, which is why Russia is banned because in the first place they yes. didn't do that in the first place. So we'll see, we'll see yep. what happens in the summer. Uh, meanwhile. Get ready for contracts. Okay. Some contracts getting signed. All right. Uh, so these are huge ass baseball contracts. Baseball contracts. So you know how we said Mike Trout um, yeah. got signed to the biggest contract. Well, well, step aside. Yeah. There's a whole line of them now. Yep. Garrett Cole signed a nine-year, thirty-six million dollar contract with a three hundred twenty-four million dollar total. Oh. Yeah. Uh, say that again. That is nine years, $36 million a year, total of $324 million. Hmm. $324 million. I think I went to the wrong sport. <laughs> no, clearly. Uh, Cole has smashed the seven-year, $245 million contract that righty Steven Strasburg signed with the Nationals earlier this week. Yeah, that was going to be the story. And then yeah. this happened. And he nearly matched... The $330 million guarantee outfielder Bryce Harper received from the Phillies last offseason. Yep. So, Garrett Cole gets $1 million per strikeout, you have written here. Yes. Uh, as last year, he had a total of yeah. 324 strikeouts. So, there you go. Pay out and a million dollars per. The Yankees decided that qualified for $1 million per strikeout. That's pretty good. But, also note that being a pitcher... Is literally one of the easiest ways to injure yourself. Oh yeah, hundred percent. In sports, it's a sh- it's short life. You should know. Let that. me tell you. Uh, digital me. Digital you is just still, found that out the hard way. Are you still nursing that Tommy John? I haven't. I haven't gotten back in. Um, by the way, uh, uh, local uh, team, the Angels, made an offer for him as well. Yep. But wasn't enough money. South of three hundred million dollars. Which is probably what he should be paid. But they offered him a prettier penny. Yeah, but let me put it this way. If any if any team is going to be able to lose $325 million, it's the Yankees, and they'll still be okay. Oh, yeah, no, they're made of money. I think on Twitter I saw that Bryce Harper, or not, uh, Garrett Cole's yeah. salary tops the Kansas City Royals. Team salary. Entire team salary. Entire team salary. I 100% believe that. Well, on that depressing note, let's talk about television news. No, let me live in this fake world where I am Garrett Cole. No, because we need to talk about television news because 
Award season continues with aplomb as we are rushing straight into the Golden Globes. Dun, 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 dun. Golden uh, Globe nominations were announced as well as our host, Ricky Gervais, will be host again mm-hmm. uh, this year for the Golden Globes. Yeah, it's because he can drink at this one. Which means I will not be watching this year. <laughs> that was my ticket to get a pass, so thank you, Ricky Gervais. Uh, it, will, it will be airing on January 5th on NBC. Netflix's Marriage Story, the one we talked about last week with Noah Baumbach directing and Adam, Mr. Star Wars Driver. Yes, Mr. Star Wars Driver's Adam. Uh, Marriage Story leads with six nominations, followed by The Irishman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with five apiece. Meanwhile, on the TV side, because Golden Globes does both, get you, a goal, get you an award show that does both. Uh, Chernobyl, The Crown, and Unbelievable... Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. With four nods apiece. Netflix leads the distributors with 17 nominations for both TV and film. In a move abject to the Academy Awards, The Lion King is nominated for Best Animated Feature. Yeah, they are. I had to note that. Here are your nominees for the big awards. Motion Picture Drama, 1917. Okay. There's a movie called 1917. Yes, uh, that is directed by Sam Mendes. Yes, that's Sam Sam Mendes. Mendes of James Bond. Yes. Uh, the Irishman, of course. Of Martin Scorsese. Joker. Of Todd Phillips. Yes. Marriage Story. The of Two Popes. Noah Baumbach. Uh, don't know who directed Two Popes. Yeah, I don't know. The Two Popes. It's a Netflix movie. And then meanwhile, musical comedy. Dolomite is my name. Jojo Rabbit. Knives Out. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Rocket Man. And that's it. Rocket Man. Cats. Not eligible, I guess. Um, no. It's not out yet. No, but it is... No, but it was eligible for original song. But didn't make it. <laughs> no, it won, It got nominated for original song. Yeah. But is not nominated I'm, so, I'm for... just surprised not to see it here, honestly. Because musical? Because musical. Yes. There are no musicals this year in the musical category. Unless Rocket Man counts. Rocket Man, I guess, counts. I guess counts. That, that, that's their saving grace yeah. of Rocket Man being nominated. Meanwhile, TV drama. Big Little Lies, The Crown, Killing Eve, The Morning Show, and... The theme song to Succession. No, Succession. The theme song to Succession? The internet is obsessed with the theme song to Succession. I don't know why. I haven't heard it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. I've read a lot about the theme song to Succession. More about the theme song than the actual show Succession. Ask me anything about Succession. I have no idea what that show is about. What is Succession? I have no idea what that show is about. It's about people trying to succeed. That's that's all I can guess. TV comedy. Barry... Fleabag, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and The Politician. Yep, uh, that will be interesting to see as Marvelous Mrs. Maisel goes up against Fleabag. And sad to see The Good Place is not nominated. So thus, I don't care about the Golden Globes. Moving on. Yes, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to move on. Because I don't care. It's like the foreign press is going to do what the foreign press is going to do. Like, the, like give Roma the best picture because it deserved it? It deserved it, but... <laughs> They also did the smart thing and divided the genres into two categories instead of what the Oscars does. So, right. Yeah, who knows? Okay. But uh, they're never a bellwether for how Oscar season's going to Okay, happen. yeah. Real briefly, it yes. kind of sounded like you ran over this, but yes. Netflix being nominated for 17 awards? Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal, but these aren't the Oscars. That's yes. the thing. But note that it's 17 for TV and yeah. 17 for film. Not 17 total for both. I mean, I guess that's neat, but yeah. it's not like... But yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Netflix has These done this don't before. Matter. That's the thing is they that really I want to be excited, matter. but they don't really matter. 
really don't matter. Golden Globes haven't mattered in a long time. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll give you that because they're yeah. not a part of the EGOT. Yeah, no, no, that's how you know if an award matters. It's if it's in the EGOT. No, that G is not for Golden Globe. No, it's not. It's, it's for, for Granny. Granny. Moving on. Bill Nye. That science guy? Yeah, the science guy. The, the, the only one. Bill. 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 He is now allowed to take limited claims against the Walt Disney Company to trial. Good for him. Wait, I think we might have mentioned we something like this. We may have mentioned something about this kind of brewing in the, in the kind of percolating underground. But now it's happening. In Nye's fourth amended complaint, he estimates $28 million in damages from the way that Disney allegedly shortchanged him on profits from his 1990s television show. He's also seeking punitive damages arising from how Disney has, quote, a long and consistent pattern of underreporting revenue and improperly applying deductions. Disney moves to get the case down to an accounting spectacle and an interpretation of the contract. In a motion for summary adjudication, this is a lot of legalese. It is definitely legalese. The defendant raised the incontestability provision of the deal and argued that Nye had suspicions early on and waited too long to object to participation statements. Nye responded that the quarterly profit statements that he received from a Disney subsidiary lacked detail and that he was unable to decipher whether they were complete and accurate. Nye also contended that Disney induced him to spend time, money, and other resources on an audit under the false promise he'd be provided with access to the necessary records. A 10-day trial is currently estimated for a May 2020 date. Yes, uh, May 2020, the judge will have a 10 days to basically issue a ruling on this. Now, it is interesting timing that this comes literally weeks after... Another lawsuit for a different company about accounting. Yeah. With uh, the Spinal Tap crew. Yeah. Um, and Harry Shearer and that whole thing. I mean, Harry Shearer is has a history of going after uh, more money, <laughs> whether it be C Simpsons or the Simpsons. Is <laughs> like that's the thing that guy does. Is he sees how much money he can get? Not to say anything, I'm sure he's. You know, a fine guy, but from what I understand, he's very difficult to work with. Yes, anyway. probably. But anyway, but, but good for Bill Knight standing up for stuff that he's owed against the giant behemoth that is Disney. Yeah, it's very hard to go up against Disney, but yeah. also see that this is Spinal Tap's case settled. Mm-hmm. Do not finalize the court. It's settled before. A, Something was written in stone. But Disney apparently is so hot on arguing with the dude, they're apparently not even offering to settle at this point. Oh, you know they're going to settle. They have till May. They have till May. We'll see. And yeah, Bill Nye is such like a, like a well, at least for most of us um, with um, relatively reasonable minds, um, is a like a stand-up dude, and we all like him. So like to do something against Bill Nye... Uh, it's just seen as a very anti. It should do something against move. the internet. Yeah, exactly. People would be angry if Bill Nye was wronged. Mm-hmm. So this is this is an interesting one to watch. Also, this is an accounting error, as we have seen time and time again. Yeah. Um, I bet eventually, coming down the line, this accounting stuff will eventually be its own Oscar bait movie, much like <laughs> Bombshell is. Yeah, maybe. We will see. Moving on, 
That's it for television news. Okay. So, uh, before we move into cancellation and renewals, you have thoughts because a certain HBO series has ended. Uh, yes. Watchmen will be ending <laughs> this upcoming week. Yes. But, in yes. order to for that to end, at least that first season to end, a series has to end as well. Uh-huh. Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's over. It is officially over. Uh, you... Survived the whole thing. I have been on this journey with them since the beginning. And how long have we been saying that it probably should have ended? Literally since the end of the second season. Probably at the end of the second season. (laughs) But this is a story of just something that just kept getting too big. So they had to continue to write new things and new challenges. Um, The bigger it got, the better... Um, at least the acting got. The acting of this thing is superb. I love every comedian in here. Uh, Kumal Nanjiani is my favorite before this, but mm-hmm. basically solidified that yeah. not only in this show, but then also in his film career. He's able to, to launch this. Um, Thomas Middlebrook able to launch that into mm-hmm. becoming the Verizon guy. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what happened to him, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's also your agent in NBA Twitter. TK20. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes, that That's is funny. how my roommate Ty refers to him as, yeah. oh, he's your agent. He's your agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just a lot of good things came out of Silicon Valley, um, but also gave people, probably most people, an insight into a world... That people use every day, but not necessarily know what the hell's going on. Yeah. In terms of tech and apps and like how all these money and angel investors, basically the taste they got from uh, the show, social network a bit when mm-hmm. that came out was basically put on full fledged weekly here with yeah. Silicon Valley. And credit to Mike Judge in creating something that clearly saw a need and saw a story to be told here. Yeah. And it was something that took people on a journey uh, to watch these people start up a business, fail spectacularly, but at the same time, fail upwards. Mm. Um, And also while maintaining a moral center compass because plenty of times throughout the series they could have easily said, we'll do it for the money. And even at the end, they try to eventually go that route and, okay, we're too big, we have to do it for the money, mm-hmm. only for their moral center compass to win out. And that is a great lesson to be holding in this day and age. But it's also a very TV lesson, because honestly, what we've seen time and time again in real life... Oh no, money wins that out. it's always the opposite. Yes. And so, of course, the TV characters are going, because it's a television show, are going to have to have that moral compass. Right, but that's also why... Yeah. This last season definitely steered directly into it where yeah. at every single turn he was faced with taking the money and at every single turn he literally took said money. Yeah. Only for it to up until he couldn't anymore. He mm-hmm. couldn't face the fact that the thing he created was literally a monster that yeah. would destroy privacy as we know it. <laughs> and thus eventually had to kill his own baby, which in writing you have to learn to kill your own babies. It's true. Yeah. Uh, but it's six seasons is well deserved for any series. Uh, it's definitely got a 
part. Yeah, it's not too long. It's not too short. No, it's, it's, like a it's good, just like, right. Number. Yeah, uh, it definitely feels like at the end of the fourth season when they wanted to specifically do two more seasons that they put themselves on that trajectory to know where to end it. Yeah, and they definitely felt like a closed chapter in a book that okay, we can end it here. We know where we're going, and we know that we literally can't go any further than this without yeah. getting into a whole lot of two big tech companies legalese where even in this season they literally bought the tech company that was their rival. They literally bought them out in a yeah. superb dick move but it was also showcasing that they had to become dicks in order to succeed and then once they realized oh my god we are the monsters we created that we swore to like slay then they realize that okay this is clearly something we can no longer handle we have to shut it down we have to kill it and by the way one of the greatest uh, subversion underlying jokes was in the final episode and just something i didn't see coming but worked so perfectly with everything they had built up it was a fantastic ending and while i'm sad to see it go I'm glad that they were able to do it their way and end it on their note. Yeah, it was it was time. Yeah, like they were running out of things for them to do. Right. Well, like we said at the <laughs> end of season four, like okay, yeah. they definitely can't keep this going, Game of Thrones style, for ten seasons. No, definitely not. And when they they announced that there were only going to be two more seasons, it was like okay, they have an end game in mind here. Yep. Okay. Uh, good to hear that it ended on at least a good good note instead of like a down yeah a down feeling. Uh, I have a real brief thing to talk about. Okay, what do you have? One about? of my favorite shows uh, returned this past weekend. Amphibia. No, in a different form than before. Steven's universe. Yes. yes. So uh, hot off the heels of the Steven Universe movie that we got earlier this year. Yes. Steven Universe Future premiered oh, on Saturday. Okay. Uh, it is... All we know so far is that it's supposed to be a limited series. We don't know how limited limited it is. As uh, all, like Hulu and those kind of similar services mm-hmm. do refer to this as season one. So okay. it's a little unclear about how long this is going to last, but at least uh, 15 episodes or more, it sounds like. Okay. Well, how they're doing it so far is that they're going to bomb four episodes, four 15-minute episodes... That in the same format that they always did, every Saturday, then in the next couple weeks. Okay. So four dropped on Saturday, and there will be four more this Saturday. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, it takes place directly after or uh, after the events of the movie. So time has passed. Everybody's a little older. They've kind of settled down. I would say more, but that would be spoiling a lot of stuff for people who maybe aren't caught up with the series or movies. Okay. So just know that this takes place, well, as the name implies, in the, the future. future. Uh, but yeah, I can't really say anything more than that. So I recommend it for people who uh, saw the movie earlier and want to see the story of all these characters pick up where that left off. This is that. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's real good stuff. It's still... Still excellent. I think the uh, animation budget got a little bit of an upgrade. Oh, from, from the movie? These episodes look incredible. Okay. Like, it looks like the same kind of, um, like, level of animation going on here. 
Okay, interesting. Four really solid episodes, a lot of lore. If you're ready for lore, lore this dump? has lore. Okay, lore dump. This has lore. Well, it has to be a lore dump because it's a new yeah. series, essentially. Right. You have to establish what's changed and what's... Pick up where all the loose ends kind of from the last season mm-hmm. ended up. So yeah, real good so far. Okay. That's um, all I watched. Let's see. Like I said, Watchmen will be ending this yeah. upcoming Sunday. I think it's going to be ending yeah. this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, after nine episodes. Um, I think that's it for television. The first half of Rick and Morty finished yeah. this season. We the first four episodes. Talked we talked about that already. Uh, other than that... That's it. That's it. Um, Everything else means, is on mid-season hiatus right now. Well, yeah, which means I think that we... All we have left to do for thoughts on TV is yeah. make a list of thoughts for hey, end of the year list. We'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Let's break out of that and move right into cancellations and renewals. All right. What am I no longer watching? Apparently nothing because nothing is canceled, nothing is renewed. Ah, uh, yes. Nothing. It was a... Yeah, there was literally no yeah. TV news. However, all the news this week was dominated by who is no longer with us, as we have a whole list of deaths here. Okay. Who am I no longer de- partying with? <laughs> I guess. Uh, first up, Pete Freights, age 34. Ouch. Baseball player and, of course, the inspiration for the Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh, uh, well, yes, ALS. Sad. Yep. But that's what happens, I guess. And the 34 is young. But yeah, 34 yeah. is super young. But hey, he started a movement. Yeah. Next up, actor René Aubergenois, age 79. He uh, had acted in things most famously, uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. He played a lead character in that. But he's also been on other shows like MASH and Benson, a uh, uh, character actor. Definitely a character actor. Yeah, a lot of TV work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd know him if you knew if you've heard him. In he, fact, he's uh, that guy. He's the. In fact, he's such a that guy. I don't know if you knew this. This one, he's the uh, poisson, le poisson chef in Little Mermaid. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know fun that. Fact. Fun fact. Well, I mean, not fun because. Oh well, yes. This is not fun news about him. But yes, that was that's bless you. True. Bless you again. Next Oof. up. Uh, this was the big music story of the week. Uh, rapper who we've talked about here on this podcast quite a bit, Juice World. Uh, yes, Juice World. Because yeah. there is no O. Age 21. Yeah. We'll get into more about the uh, things surrounding his uh, departure later in the music section. But yeah, this was a real, real, real rough one mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Uh, Carol Spinney, age 85. Another rough, rough one this week. Puppeteer, famous for being the person who brought Big Bird to life in Sesame Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so that's a real sad one. Lisa De Cazot, age fifty-eight, soap opera producer, produced soap operas such as Sunset Beach, The Younger and the Restless, and Days of Our Lives. Uh, so yeah, probably had a very long and storied career as those shows last to this day. Yes, well, one of them does. Is it fortunate that he is dead? Or is he? Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. Uh, George J. Laurer, age ninety-four, the inventor of the universal product code. <laughs> so next time you zap a U- UPC, uh, think about uh, for uh, George J. Laurer. Yes. Um, ninety-four though, he lasted a long time. The UPCs gonna last a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fits then, I guess. He almost saw. He almost saw him like the whole time. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Yeah. Leonard Goldberg, age 85, a film and TV producer. 
uh, worked on Charlie's Angels, Blue Bloods, War Games, and was president of 20th Century Fox from 1987 to 1989. Just two years, but still. Hey, made it president. And lastly, Joe Smith, age 91. Music industry executive over at Capitol Records, Lecture Records, and Warner Records. Who? All of them. No, who was it? It was Joe Smith. Are we sure that was his name? Not an alias? <laughs> <laughs> You're an alias. Uh, that is it. All right. For deaths. That so is it for I deaths. now hand this over to you. Thank and you. And we start talking about music. All right. Well, we start music with the billboard. And we start the billboard with the Hot 100. One of the hottest five singles in the nation right now. Oh, you know. just Me. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. No. Well, I mean, music singles. Kingdom Hearts is getting the love. Oh? As Heartless is yeah, number one. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Kingdom Hearts. You'll right. get your Kingdom Hearts later. Damn. Wait. All right, I'll have to But wait. yes, uh, Heartless by The Weeknd. Yes, uh, new, new single by The Weeknd, yeah, Heartless. Yeah, two singles last week. Yep. Uh, this one is the one people wanted to listen to. Apparently. Uh, number two, Circles by Post Malone. Yep. Uh, you know it's Christmas time as... Yes. At number three, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Back in the top five as it always <laughs> is this time of year. Uh, well, this and the Pentatonix Christmas oh, album. Thankfully that hasn't happened yet. Uh, it will. Just give it time. Just give it time. Uh, at number four, Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi. Still there. And number five, Memories by Maroon 5. Yeah. Um, oh... Side note, real briefly, I finally listened to Lizzo Truth Hurts. Yeah? It's you, just Black Beetle. You hadn't heard it before? No. Well, it predates Black Beetle. I know, it's funny. It does, <laughs> Actually, but... I think it was around the same time, but yeah. still. It's just Black it, Beetle. They're similar songs, but they're different enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's another song that is hot right now. Uh, I think so it's the new... Right no, it's not Senorita. I think it's the new one by... Uh, Camila Cabello. Well, I'm going to talk about her record later, so maybe it'll come up. Maybe. Is it Liar? Maybe. Is that what you're thinking? Maybe. But it's basically MIA's Paper Planes. Oh. No. I don't know which one that is, then. Okay. It might not be her. It might be, not be Camila Cabello. It might be someone else. Yeah. But, like, that song and then Paper Planes were, like, on back to back radio stations. I kept flipping back and forth, like, oh my god, this is just the same song. This is just the same song. Uh, but, uh, as for your Billboard 200, your album start. Yes. Frozen 2, your number one movie, is now your number one album. Yeah, the soundtrack for Frozen 2. Yes, the soundtrack. Uh, number two, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. Yep. Three, A letter, a Love Letter to You. Four, to by four? Trippy Red. Yep. Uh, at number four, Lover by Taylor Swift. Yep. And at number five, when We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. Yep. Just the usual suspects Always here. there. Always yep. the top five. All right. And we have new releases. Yeah. What am I listening to this week? I don't know what you're listening to this week. Okay. But here are the new releases. All right. We have Fully Loaded, colon, God's Country by Blake <laughs> Shelton. That's a terrible name. I think this is just the <laughs> that album, just like the deluxe version. Oh, so it's God's Country, but it's the fully loaded edition. It's a deluxe album, yes. That just seems like the weirdest juxtaposition. Yeah, but it's, okay. it's, favorite. it's the number one song for him right now. God's Country. Is that really? It is. Oh, God. That sounds terrible. Uh, we also have Duster by Duster. Okay. Free Nationals 
by Free Nationals. Hey. Fine Line by Harry Styles. Yeah, new Harry Styles record. And Heavy is the Head by Stormzy. Yes, if you want to get your grime on. No, no I don't. Okay. But <laughs> uh, since we do, since you did bring it up, uh-huh. um, we're going to be talking about Juice World, who yeah. I will predict have that bump next week. Oh, not only uh, does he have a bump, but you need to see how much that bump was. So, as often happens after an unexpected death, Juice World's music soared in popularity after his passing on Sunday, yeah. with streams climbing nearly 500% on that day alone. Yeah. On-demand audio streams for the rapper, who died at the age of 21, as you previously mm-hmm. mentioned, uh, suffered a seizure at Chicago's Midway Airport. Um, his audio streams climbed to 487% on Sunday to more than 38.2 million in the U.S., with four of the top ten songs on Spotify and Apple Music. Of course, everyone knows his song, Lucid Dreams. It ended up topping the day at nearly 4.4 million on-demand audio streams with Legends, the song that was sadly persistent lyric, What's the 27 Club? We Ain't Making It Past 21. Was fourth with 3.1 million. Yikes. So, Nostradamus much? Uh, so, this is a complicated story for a lot of reasons, but the main thing to keep in mind here is that he's just another example of kind of the, the culture around what it is to be a, a, like, a, a star, like a star in, in modern society is kind of warped and it makes your view of living even kind of change. I mean, the, the SoundCloud rap kind of genre mm-hmm. has had several of these unexpected deaths now. I mean, we had... Uh, Mr. Tentacoy? Yeah, XXXTentation, Triple X Tentation, however you say his name. Yes. Um, even before that, uh, what was that? Uh, what was it? Little something. Um... Little Peep. Little Peep. Was it Little Peep? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so yeah, it's this it's this recurring story now. We've seen two young men basically have the same thing, almost the same thing happen to them. Uh, there seems to be, you know, different stories kind of floating around exactly what the reason why he ingested what he did upon his death. Was it? Seems like there's a theory that there was um, some federal investigation happening and that he may have done so to protect people around him uh, from basically having a stash discovered of something that he wasn't supposed to have Hmm. and so he ingested it instead of having it found out oh tsa yeah that's apparently well it was apparently further up in the federal okay that but but yeah that's what i'm hearing but um it all just goes back to like we need to make sure that this is not that we're not glorifying this kind of thing. And there's a lot of really good articles right now that are um, out about this in the, over the last couple of days. I highly recommend you go read up uh, the listener, not you personally, because I know you're not going to do, do this. Uh, but um, uh, if you're curious about kind of like 
uh, the like what this says about like where we're at with rap stardom. There's a lot of really great articles that are out there on the internet right now about this. It's 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 an interesting time, and I th- hope that the takeaway from this is that you don't have to, you don't have these these young men these young artists do not have to be cut down so early in their life like they have been. Like there are ways like that we as like fans like ha- can have a reciprocal relationship with these stars and not just feed right into the like the 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 dr- the dramatic part of it the dramatic drug use drug abuse alcohol abuse part of part of the the, the culture it's complicated so don't sing about what they sing about i'm not saying not to sing about it because of course the reason why their music resonates is because they're singing about something that relates to so much of their audience right it's the classic NWA thing, you know? Like, it right. seems straight yes. out of Compton. Yes. Like, it's the classic but thing. Is it... like they mattered because they were singing about this stuff. They were mattered because they were rapping about this stuff, this real things that were happening. But there's a difference between letting the, singing about it and talking about the reality of the situation and then letting it, letting it basically ruin and end your life. Like, this man, like, uh, uh, Juice World has a child. Like, this is some serious business. And, like, we as fans are responsible in the way that we respond to it as well. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a reciprocal nature. So there's, like, better reading out there that I can deliver it. So I recommend that people who are interested in reading more look this up. But, yeah, this is a complicated one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have nothing to say on this <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but you just... I just let you go there. Yeah. You okay? We go. We went there. Okay. We can go there sometime. We're like Degrassi. <laughs> we went there. We go there. All right. All right. Next up. Next up. Not Degrassi. Not Degrassi. Um, <laughs> although, if you want to talk about Drake, we can. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Not about Drake. Not nothing about Drake, but Beyonce. Let's talk about Beyonce. Why not? Uh, yes, as Beyonce is not. Doing a Las Vegas residency. Yeah, there's a rumor going around. There's a rumor? There was a rumor. There's a rumor going around. Read on. Okay. Um, her rep has confirmed to Variety, uh, quote, absolutely not true. <laughs> um, she, uh, she stated, uh, rumors that Queen B, Bay, Bye, however you want to say it. Beyonce. Queen Beyonce. <laughs> Would be hitting the strip began circulating Saturday after a website Love B. Scott posted a story <laughs> citing sources that said she would announce the residency in the first half of 2020. The report said the residency would have made Beyonce the highest paid entertainer in the city. Um, Beyonce has performed in Vegas before, releasing the I am dot 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 yours colon <laughs> an intimate performance at Win Las Vegas album, which was recorded a few dates during her I am dot 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 <laughs> world tour in two thousand nine. Uh-huh. Isn't this the I am Sasha Fierce? Yes, it was that era. Era. Yes. Uh, she was Sasha Fierce. She was and will always be the direct TV Sasha Fierce. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, but this is just kind rumors? of a rumor quelling thing. Like, I guess there was some rumors about her just picking up a residency. 
I mean, she's getting almost to that point in her career, maybe. I don't she... think so. I thought the original rumor was supposed to be Adele taking up a residency. So that she makes could, more sense. So she could right. be a home. mom yeah. and be a home and doesn't have to travel, but while also working on her albums. I mean, the question is, is, is what does Beyonce do next? And who knows? That's uh, the wonderful thing about Beyonce now in her modern incar- incarnation. Does she have to? Is that, one, she doesn't have she to. She doesn't have to. And two, if she does, it's going to be a surprise and it's going to knock all our socks off like it's done the last two times. Uh, or three, if don't you, care and just let it happen. Yeah, yeah, that, that works too. Uh, I'm in camp <laughs> I'm in camp four. Okay, which is what? Wait, was that not it? Yeah, there's no... I mean, that's that's a good Beyonce reference, though, because she does have an album called Four. I know. Also, her favorite number is Four, which is why Blue Ivy <laughs> Which is Camp Four. I'm in her camp. She just does whatever the hell okay. she wants. Fair enough. What else is going on? Uh, that's all I have for music news. I listened to a record. Are you sure? I listened to an album. It's Are you true. sure about that? I did. Okay. So, tell me about the number one album this week, Frozen 2, the soundtrack. I did not listen to Frozen 2, the soundtrack. Oh. I did, however, listen to something that will probably be charts charting next week. Okay. What is uh, that? Uh, the anticipated, highly anticipated Camila Cabello album, Romance. Not to be confused with Lady Gaga, who had a bad romance. romance. No, this is good romance. Okay. I am happy to report this is a, a fun listen. This is a good time with Camilla Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, so, Camila Cabello, of course, has had a pretty big 2019. Uh, she had, of course, one of the hottest songs of the summer with Senorita, with Shawn Mendes, yep. and then ended up turning that relationship with Shawn Mendes into a real relationship, um, as they have been basically inseparable ever since. So, well, I think they can't sing one part without the other, no, right? No, I mean, like, in the, the dating in their dating life as well. Like, they are a couple... Oh. Yes. Um, okay, so yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing that has been happening. Okay. Uh, so a lot of the songs here are love songs, naturally, about a developing relationship. And the sound of this thing kind of, besides, of course, the singles that we know, Senorita is on this record, okay. as is the current radio single, Liar. Mm. Uh, but uh, there are, uh, it's uh, the sound of the rest of it seems to have an even split Sound-wise, between, get this, follow me if you will. Okay. Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande. Like, if you just went right down the middle between the two of them, that's kind of where she ends up. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So It's interesting. I mean, that would explain her popularity. Yeah. To give, like, an example, there are some really Ariana-esque, like, kind of more, like, like... Vocal acrobatics happening here in the occasional in the occasional song, but then there's also songs that are very story based, like a Taylor Swift song, complete with an ending song that is literally a tribute to her father. Okay, that is definitely a tearjerker. Okay, so it runs the gamut. There are there are ballads here. There are like hot like pop numbers. There is a, a rap solo uh, in the middle of one of these one of these songs. It's an entertaining pop record. It doesn't reach the heights of something like Ariana Grande's Thank You Next from this year or Taylor Swift's Lover this year. Okay. Uh, but it's fun. It's a good... It, it would have been a good summer record if it had come out a few months earlier. It's breezy. I like Camilla's voice. I think she's uh, going to be a really interesting artist to watch in the coming years as she gets even better 
than she already is. So, yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's not going to be on anybody's top ten this year. It, oh. There's a reason why I think she waited until December. This is this is not going to be anybody's like highlight, but it's a fun it's a fun pop record. So it's good, but it's not great. Not great. Exactly. Okay. So like you said, because so because it splits between two relative yeah. extremes of Ariana and right. Taylor Swift, it just ends up being okay. It's her own thing, which is like yeah, it's kind of in the middle. You take it, it or leave it kind of thing. Yeah, it, it, for a lot of people, it's going to be a take it or leave it thing. But I enjoyed I enjoyed what I listened. Okay, so you're so you're taking it. If you like a pop album, I recommend at least trying it out. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to say, you didn't listen to the Jonas Brothers I album. I listened to half of it. Okay. <laughs> Better than that, then? Uh, about the same, for me. About the same. I was, like, in the middle around their, their stuff right now, too. Okay, so that's why I asked, because I was in yeah. the middle of, like, I like the uh-huh. first half, but hate the second half. Kind of like that, then. It's kind of like You'll that. probably have similar, okay. similar feelings. All right. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. I didn't listen to anything <laughs> new. Okay. So I guess we move on. Video games, it is. All right. Video Not doing too games. bad for such a long show. No. I mean, just wait till we get to that me talking here. All right. But, well, let's rush there then. All so right. video games. Uh, new, uh, new releases in video games. What are the new releases? We have Detroit, colon, Become Human for the PC. I was going to say, that's not a new release. Uh, for the PC, but it what? is. It's December, so all we're getting is ports. Yeah. Uh, we also have... <laughs> Watam for yep. PlayStation and PC, mm-hmm. and Untitled Goose Game for PlayStation and Xbox. Yes. That Nintendo Switch hit that people are talking about yes. gets uh, the console treatment, or I guess the full console treatment. Right. Uh, before it was a, uh, a PC and Switch exclusive, now it's coming to other consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, just to note, Watam is the only new release this week. Watam is brought to you by Keita Takahashi, who, if you recognize the name, is the guy who brought you years ago... Katamari Damacy. Okay. The huh. brain uh, behind Katamari and also Nobi Nobi Boy for PS3. This is finally his new game after literal years of uh, waiting. This thing's finally coming. I would say it's close to a decade there. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have been very excited about Wadham. I'm still really unclear about what Wadham is. It sounds like a Pokemon. It does sound like a Pokemon, doesn't it? It does. All right. All right. That's it for new releases. Uh, that means we're going to talk about The Bits. All right. Before you get me to ramble, you're going to give everyone else the bits. The bits, because this week was a weirdly busy week in video games. Yes, it was. Uh, with Nintendo's Indie World Direct. Yes. Uh, which revealed several new Switch indie games, including Axiom Verge 2 and Skatebird. We're not going to go through all of them here, but I just wanted to mention those two as they seem to like be the one that the two highlights, at least for me. Axiom Verge, of course, the se- uh, two, the sequel to Axiom Verge. Uh, which was a Metroid-esque kind of exploration game uh, for a few years back. And Skatebird, because, man, I want to play Skatebird, is literally a skateboarding bird, uh, game where you play as a bird. Eey. Yeah, birds on skateboards. Birds on skateboards? Birds on skateboards. How could you skate not birds? want this game? Birds on skatebirds? Like, trust me, if you're listening to this, and this includes you, look up a video of Skatebird because it will just make you smile. Oh, I will. It is the cutest thing. All right. Uh, we also have Resident Evil 3 Remake confirmed yes. for April 3rd, 2020 at State of Play, which is PlayStation's State of Play. Yeah, PlayStation's State of Play happened uh, last week. Uh, this was the biggest story out of it. Mm-hmm. I do want to briefly mention, I don't think I remembered to actually type it out, 
The other kind of revelation that happened at this thing was that Final Fantasy VII, the remake, mm-hmm. will be exclusive to PlayStation 4 for the first year of release. Yep. This was uh, kind of like quelling some rumors a year ago about whether or not this would be multi-platform upon release. It will not be. Um, this makes sense as... Sony put up some money. Sony put up some money for Square Enix. But also, we knew that this was thing was, would eventually hit some sort of Xbox. Oh yeah, no, we knew that. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Um, we also have Redbox planning to end game rentals. Yeah, I wanted you to read this yourself so you could read, so you could feel the words on your tongue. Yes. You're not soon gonna be able to do that. This feels... Weirdly okay, and yet <laughs> yeah. something is missing. It seems like it's the time. I mean, if they're going to choose a time to do it now, on the dawn of a new generation where discs might not be a thing, really. Right, when people. you have the Xbox, we're already talking about going discless. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll try and do their own streaming yeah. something. Yeah, which brings up another thing. We don't do rumors here really, so I didn't I don't have the stuff about the discless Xbox and right. the twin versions of Scarlet, but no. there is some scuttlebutt happening right now about the next Xbox. Yes, there's rumors that Xbox Scarlet is actually two, two different projects. Anaconda and uh, Lockhart? Uh, maybe I just maybe getting Lockhart wrong. I don't remember the other I know one. Anaconda was Anaconda one of them because I didn't want none of it. <laughs> the other one was Lockhart. Unless it got Ram, son. Yes, ha 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 ha. <laughs> um, moving on, we also have MLB The Show will, for the first time in literal yes. years, be coming to other platforms in 2021. This was a weird story for a lot of reasons. The first re- weird reason is because it is literally developed by a Sony-owned studio. Yes. The 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 San Diego team. San Diego. Yeah. So, one, that's weird. Two, multi-platform could just mean PC. So, before right. people started getting all up on the PlayStation or the, the Xbox, Xbox and Nintendo Switch theories, people were very quick to point out, well, Sony's already said that they were going to do some development for PC. But then, the thing that made it, made this even weirder was both Microsoft and Nintendo Twitter accounts both retweeted the story and said, like, good news or something like that. Yeah. So, which makes me think that they know something we don't. Right, that this may be <laughs> the first one going all across, which yeah. I think, if anything, it would go mobile. Yeah. Or so, do, like a Need for Speed mobile thing. So the theory that some people I saw on the internet had was, do you think that the negotiations were basically the league talking to Sony and being like, Nah, man, we're done with you guys with this contract unless you get us real money. Put this thing on out on everything. They, they see what EA's doing yeah. and how we're two, popular... No, 2K. They probably 2K? see those 2K20 numbers. Yeah. And they're like, we want that. Why, aren't, why isn't our game that? Let's stop limiting it just to PlayStation. Or games. someone in MLB was like, why are people hating on baseball? <laughs> Must be video games. Must be video games. Well, let's check that out. I didn't know we had video yeah, games. Yeah, we have a video game. <laughs> we need to have multiple video games. Right. Why do we have one of these things? Why Old man executive making a decision. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the, the, so, the other interesting kind of wrinkle here is that the show has always been a technical showpiece for whatever the new PlayStation has been. Right. Uh, 
will going multi-platform kind of end an era where that was the game that you showed the person like that was skeptical about video games said look at how real my video game is because <laughs> obviously a switch version will ne- or even a mobile version will never no. be able to get up to the kind of clarity that you have in the show no but i do think that you like you said going the pc route is a good thing probably way to go yeah. or maybe google stadia ah. yeah, who cares anyway so that's that story that's that story um and lastly in the bits new studio cloud chamber established has been established to create a new bioshock game yeah after years of kind of like very, very quiet talk about a new Bioshock being in development. Uh, this the 2K just straight up confirmed it. Basically said, here's a studio that's working on it. And uh, said that uh, former uh, EGM and 1UP.com writer Sean Elliott is going to be producing this thing. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. Um, very interesting uh, that they're finally saying that this thing is real. I can't imagine what a, a, Bioshock, a modern Bioshock would even look like or play like. Yeah, especially since the last one was called Bioshock Infinite and ended on such an yeah. infinite possibility. Place. So, so yeah, this game could be anything. As so, long as it has a lighthouse, a man, and a city, right? Right, which for the most part, the first two went into the water. Yeah. The second one went to the clouds. Where's the next one going? Space? Hell. Hell? Space? Hell, space. Space, space hell. hell. <laughs> it's like a hell planet in space. <laughs> Yeah. That's just Mars. Never mind. This is just that, Doom. That, that's just Doom. Doom. You're Doom. Or or Super Mario Galaxy. They don't. They don't. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Anyways, that's it for the bits. Unless the bits. you have something. No, that's the bits. All right. Would you like to step out of the arena here? I mean, I'm gonna stay right here. But what if you? What you mean is let you talk. Yes, it is your turn. As you hinted at last week, you said there would be a new trailer for the Remind DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3. And boy, was I right. All right, tell us all about your revelations of Kingdom Hearts. I understand you can play as Kyrie. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'll get there. That's literally all I know. I will get there because, first, this trailer was leaked online. Yeah, I heard Or leaked online uh-huh. as uh, someone decided yeah. to, some real diehard fan, some decided... I don't want to call him an asshole. Just someone with too much time on their hands decided to punch in a bunch of random codes into um, Square Enix, not Square Enix, but like Square Enix's YouTube. Yeah. Uh, to like try and like figure out what this, um, what the URL would be, and they eventually hit it and released it. <laughs> figured, it <laughs> figured it out because it was uploaded but blocked private until mm-hmm. until time to release. And but so, because it was uploaded, someone figured it out, and so it got leaked early. Yeah. Okay. Although it was probably taken down only to be released, like literally the following day. Because once one copy's out, everyone has it, and you can't. What it's Pandora's box. Once yep. it's open on the open, yep. it's there forever because internet. People will keep circulating the tapes. Literally, internet is the cause and bane of all existence at this That's point. True. The cause of and solution to all of my all of life's problems. It really is at this point. <laughs> to paraphr- paraphrase Homer Simpson. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, Kingdom Hearts Remind DLC 
is actually two parts DLC. What or technically three. Uh, when it gets released, there will be a free update for everybody. Okay. Version 1.07. Okay. However... <laughs> God forbid it be 1.1. No, they're not there yet. No, no, no. no <laughs> they've already been putting out the patches throughout its release, but 1.07. Uh-huh. They could have just, just done 1.1. No, no, no. It's 1.0.7. Ah. That's why. That's why. Uh... But yeah, that that patch will be free for everyone. Um, but if you also want to buy the Remind DLC, it'll be twenty nine ninety nine, and it will include thirty dollars. Yes. Okay. But it is an all inclusive new story in it, plus data boss battles, plus you get to play as Kyrie, as you mentioned. Yes. And. As a bunch of other characters, including Aqua and Roxas and Terminator and... <laughs> Man, I thought he was in a lot of games this year, but that's ridiculous. Uh, Terra and, and Roxas. Daisy and Ridley. Daisy Ridley and yeah. um, Kylo Ren and Buzz Lightyear. And, and then uh, Kylo Ren and also Adam Driver. And also Adam Driver. Just, just Adam Driver. <laughs> Non-character. Non-character Adam Driver. Singing show tunes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, that is um, that is all included in the thirty dollar package. But there is a forty dollar package, a thirty nine ninety nine, which includes everything I said before, plus <laughs> a new theme, plus a uh, ten hour, not ten hour, ten hours. seventeen track uh, orchestra <laughs> from uh, the Kingdom Hearts World World of Tres. Orchestra, which took place in Japan. Oh. Uh, So they've done this before where you can get the soundtrack uh, as a part of other deluxe bundles. Uh, But, you know, that soundtrack is amazing. I love Kingdom Hearts soundtracks. Mm -hmm. They're great. They're fantastic. I literally turned on um, Nightmare Before Christmas on Disney+. And as soon as it did the first beats, I was like, oh my god, this is basically just Kingdom Hearts. Well, I mean, what a wonder. Because they probably just replay the song over and over and over. Oh no, they definitely do. <laughs> it's literally like the world theme for it, but it's like, yeah. ah! So much detail went into this game because I can see it from the film. And, yeah, it's... It's good. I've liked everything I've seen of it. Um, I will excited. definitely buy this DLC because... Yeah, because, you know, it's just me. Just who you are. It's just who I am at this your point heart. of this series. Your heart will tell you. Follow my heart. Exactly. Uh, yes, there will be a secret boss battle attached to this. Secret. Yes, secret. Uh, although secret may be spoiled because people have been heavily hypothesizing hyper- hy- yeah. that it's one of the characters that's already been revealed. So it's probably something to do with, uh, I'm going to say a random term I know from Kingdom Hearts lore. Something about a lingering will. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. Yes, that is a term, and yes, Looking that is about, a character. Uh, Namine and Yin Sid. Um, mean Disney? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yin Sid. <laughs> no. Uh, but Namine is involved in these cutscenes. You throw more Kingdom Hearts things that I know about. Well, we already said Heartless. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there will be more Heartless battles. Um... <laughs> 
there will be a new mode, a new photo mode. Oh, photo mode. Where you can position the character models. About time. You can take control of Donald Duck and anyone else in your party and position them within the world in order to take photos. More Which reads... More material for people to go on YouTube to make uh, Linkin Park AMVs. Yes, but it will also not be long before, you know, (laughs) inappropriate images get circulated everywhere. But also Linkin Park AMVs. Also Linkin Park AMVs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this might be a personal question. Did you ever make a Linkin Park AMV? Yes, would you like to see it? No, I don't want to see it. Okay. Wait, are are you not kidding? Huh? Wait, is that true? Did you ever make one? Yes. Would okay. you also, would you like to see it? <laughs> no, I don't want to see it. Oh, I also made a Lonely Island AMV. <laughs> would you like to see that? Hey, I already I already said my embarrassing thing I did as a teenager <laughs> earlier in this podcast. So I'm glad we're even. What, now. Play Pokemon. No, <laughs> play Pokemon fanfiction. <laughs> yes, we're even now. Okay, moving on. I'm not embarrassed about it. <laughs> I just for some reason I had it in my mind. I was like, I bet he has. You bet correctly. <laughs> I did it, so did my brother. A lot of people did it. Yeah, a lot of people did it. <laughs> it was the time. Yeah. It was the fashion at the time. Still is. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. <laughs> did have a Dragon Ball Z? Um, no, because I found Dragon Ball uh, abridged. Okay. Or Dragon Ball Z abridged. So it was Dragon Ball Z AMV with Linkin Park? Because I feel like that was probably the most common variant. That was also up there, yes. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> But as soon as I discovered Dragon Ball Z abridged, I kind of just yeah. stuck with them. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, sorry, sidetracked. That's not sidetrack. <laughs> uh, Anything else going on with this? Or are you excited you're going to buy it? Oh, I'm excited. I'm going to buy it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they decide to tie this in with what's going on with Union Cross because that recently got an update as mm. well. With more episodes added, just to confuse everyone some more, if you weren't confused enough already. Uh, All right. Yeah. Yes, in fact, uh, I had a conversation with my girlfriend today, in which she said she had an encounter at the library, in which a bunch of teenagers were trying to tell tell her about Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Did Um, did she not know? She has no idea what any of it was. Okay. And so she was basically telling me what they had said, and I was like, oh yeah, no, I've had this conversation multiple times. (laughs) No, I don't know what this bill means either. Um, and she was like, "Wait, so this person, she, this this kid was telling me it's like there's a person who's also this person, but like without a heart." Yes. I'm like, "Yeah, that's a thing." Yep, that's a thing. Um, but then the real kicker to this story was she was like, "Oh yeah, and this person said that the first game came out the year she was born." Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, yeah, 2002. Yeah, so, uh-huh. so Billie Eilish. So, yeah, that person can be a senior in high school, and the PlayStation 2 can be older than them. Literally Billie They're going Eilish. They graduate high school, and they are younger than the PlayStation 2. I just keep saying Billie yeah, Eilish. No, no, she too. also, yes, yes, was probably born the same year as Kingdom Hearts 1 came out. Yes, because she will be turning 17. 18. She's turning 18. 18. Okay, so after that. Yeah. Technically, it's kind of insane. Though. Yeah, like they're that they're high school seniors. They were born in two thousand two. We're old. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Enjoy this game that I <laughs> still to this day pawn over yeah. every single detail of every trailer released. And with that, and every story note. That's all we have this week. Yeah, because who knows when actual Kingdom Hearts four will ever be released? Never. 
But, won't be alive. oh, that is one thing that I will uh, mention. Because, as you said, they're working on the Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's true. The character models were released, uh, or at least the images for them, yeah, were released online. And people are pawning over the character model of Aerith. Because she had not been shown in full uh, in full yeah. detail in yeah. the Final Fantasy VII trailer remakes. Yeah. And so people assume that because it's the same company, Square Enix, and, and still Tetsu Nomura, that basically these are the character models we're going to get, and this is their quote-unquote test run in-engine for other people to basically say, hey... This is wrong. Please fix this. And like, okay, we'll fix it for the actual game. Da, 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 da. Like, this is just their Kingdom Hearts form. Don't worry. It's not the actual form. Shit, we gotta change it. Are you saying it's like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but for Final Fantasy characters? Yes. It's like, oh, we showed you this one. Oh, you, it sucks? You hate it? Okay, here's one that's slightly better. <laughs> oh, you love it now. Oh, we love it because this is in the universe. Good, because that other one, it's crappy because it's in the Kingdom Hearts universe and <laughs> it's not exactly the same universe. You, you not, get what we're going with? <laughs> Even though we right. clearly established that they are the same universe. We need to stop talking about this. I don't know. We, because we I, have to stop. All right, fine. We stop me if stop. you dare. Okay, uh, real quick, I just want to say uh, I did something weird in video games this week. Oh, what did you do weird in video games? I mean, continue playing some post-games content in uh, Sword and Shield. Yes. Um, I've, I'm now in the Battle Tower. I've beaten a handful of people. Okay. Uh, is this online Battle Tower? There is an online battle, uh, element to the Battle Tower, but I'm just doing the offline stuff right now. Just uh, raising ranks and getting BP. Okay. Uh, but, uh, and I went back to catch some peeps. Uh, but then, besides that, I went into an old video game, a last year video game. Remember Soul Calibur Six? I remember you were excited about Soul Calibur Six. Well, I decided to fire that up literally a year after its release. Mm-hmm. It came out late October last year. Yes. Um, and they've done a lot of work on that thing. Okay. So they've completely redesigned the fighting model, apparently. They took out a counter system and replaced it with an old counter system, system from the previous games. They've put in a bunch of new content. Uh, there were six, six DLC packs for season pass owners. And I was a season pass owner. Yes, and I remember this. And they're doing a second season. Oh. So there's a new season pass. What reminded me of this was you said that the Kingdom Hearts stuff was twenty nine ninety nine. Yes. Because this is how much they're going to make you pay for a season two pass for Soul Calibur Six. Okay. And I was like, that is too much money, sir. Huh. I will not be paying that. But yeah. And they're adding some characters. They are, uh, so far, they've only announced one uh, character, but it's uh, the Night Lady from Soul Calibur Four. Um, so yeah, they're going to continue adding characters and content to that game. Okay. Who knew? I was like, wow, okay, I guess some people are still playing this thing. And they're calling it a season two, like it's Fortnite or something. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that's the new model, I guess. That's the new model, it's just called them seasons? So yeah, I just wanted to give that a shout out, that uh, that game's still fun. Okay. Alright, cool. that's all. Alright, uh, and with that, I think we're done. Yeah, other that's it. Video game thoughts? No, that's it. No? Okay. So... Uh, that'll do it then for video games. That'll do it for this week's Media Boat Podcast. Okay. You said it was going to be a long one. I think we only went eight minutes out from our usual time. Maybe. But well, we started was, late. Yeah, we started it was late. a literal late episode. I started late and I have to talk to you more about other stuff. Yeah, we got to do some planning. Yes. We're, uh, speaking of planning, we are in December, which means it December. is the end of the year. Almost. Coming up. Which and that also almost means. Almost the end of our season. And that also means end of the year lists. Hell yeah. So. 
we have devised a schedule for the upcoming end of the year. Yes. Uh, we'll be sharing that with you the beginning of next episode. Yes. Uh, we'll hammer out the details mm-hmm. probably tonight, yeah, probably this weekend, out. figure it out, and then give you the full lowdown of how the schedule is going to go next Next Saturday, yes. or sorry, next Saturday, next <laughs> Wednesday, Yes. because the following Wednesday after that is Christmas, mm-hmm. and the one after that is New Year's, seeing as we both have families and lives outside of this podcast. Yeah, we'll have some recorded shows in the can for you. Yep, and we'll give you that entire schedule next time. But for now, Matt, plug us away. All right, so thanks for joining us. If you join us live, thank you. If you didn't join us live... The hell's wrong? I'm oh, sorry, no. <laughs> uh, hey, 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 calm down. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, you can see us on YouTube. If you go to YouTube.com and search Media Boat Podcast, you can find our channel, like, subscribe, click the bell and get notifications. There you can see us live every Wednesday, except for the weeks that we aren't live, like the next two weeks. Uh, uh, no, 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 uh, we're, li- we're live next week. The two weeks next after next. Yes. Um... Uh, we will be live around Wednesday on Wednesday nights around 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. So tune in then. If you'd rather listen to an audio version of us, don't blame you. Uh, you can find <laughs> podcast services such as Apple Podcasts. Just search Media Boat Podcast and you'll find us. You can also find us on social media. Twitter, we're at Media Boatcast. Facebook, search Media Boat Podcast. You'll find our page. Like, leave a comment. Say something nice. Why don't you? It's the holiday season it's after the all. Holidays. Uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash mediaboat if you want to watch us play the occasional video game. I'm sure Tig Biddies is still hanging out. He's still around there. still around. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash mediaboat if you want to be the best friend this holiday season to us. And donate. You can donate even as little as a dollar a month. We'd still love you just as much as anybody else. Yeah, as you say, best friend is not a person. It's a tier. It's a tier. It's true. I always forget where I got that from. Some TV show. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so that's the deal. Uh, you can find us in all of those places. And uh, we will be back next week for more. We'll be back next week live with our Wait, holiday yes. list. Yes. Of, oh, sorry. Our holiday uh, schedule. Not list. Because yes, we're going to do lists. There'll be regular shows, Hurry, but we will regular. have a schedule for you for yes. the special shows. All right. All right. And with that, we'll see you all next Bye. week. Bye. Okay, bye.